What is going on, guys? Welcome to Real Man Talk. I am excited about today's podcast. Today, I am introducing a longtime friend, Scott Wilkerson, and uh, we're going to be talking about mindsets, and I am excited. Let's get started on Real Men Talk. Welcome to Real Men Talk, discussing the tough issues facing men and their families every day. Here are your hosts. All right, guys, what's going on? All right, let's introduce everybody. Of course, you guys know Kyler. What's up, Kyler? Hey, guys, what's up? And we want to welcome Scott Wilkerson. What's going on, Scott? Hey, man, how's it going? It's going good and going good. So I'm excited. Um, you know, we're going to talk, be talking about mindsets today, and uh, we had we had the opportunity to have Scott over, uh, and he preached one Sunday night uh, about mindsets, and Kyler's like, we got to have him on the podcast. So good. <laughs> and so we're, we are excited to you know, not only not only to hear from you, but I'm excited for the listeners to you know to hear from you. Yeah. So, so you know, Scott's been around for a long time. You, you know, I've we've known each other for I don't know a, a long time 15, 15 years at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And so, um, you know, he's he's got a pastoral heart, and uh, God's got a calling on his life, and and it's exciting. So, why don't you just introduce yourself to the uh, to the listeners and just tell us a little bit. About who you are. Who's Scott Wilkerson from a 30,000 foot view? Oh, wow. Wow, this is going to be short. So, no, uh, I am uh, Scott Wilkerson. I was born in this area, southeast Missouri. Uh, didn't venture too far off. Uh, we lived north of Fisk. We pastored uh, for seven years. We still, uh, once you're a pastor, you're, that's just the calling on your life. So, but now we serve underneath a pastor in, in Cape Girardeau at Christ Church. Uh, pastors act strong. Uh, great opportunity over there to just glean from him and uh, serve him in any capacity that we can. We're we're involved in in a lot of different areas. Of course, it is a drive being in Cape Girardeau. Yeah, but uh, you know, for a living, I'm a, I'm a contractor, staying real busy with that. You know, just uh, have a family. My wife Melissa, who's who's major part of everything that we do, uh, the strength behind it all, so to speak, and. And we've got three three kids, Cole and Eden and Isaiah, fixing to be a grandpa within uh, just uh, another couple months. And uh, so life is good. God is good. He's doing awesome things around us. And uh, it's, it's just great to be a part of this. Also, before we go on, I, I'm glad you picked up on my instrumental to kind of open up the show. That was all. And <laughs> that was all you. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, uh, but no, it's, it's great to be here. So. Man, we're we're excited that you are here, and uh, you know, mindsets is is one of my favorite topics to talk about, and and uh, a mindset in a man's life is so crucial. Um, you know, we get we get lost in 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 such a negative mindset so easily. Right. You know, I was talking as a matter of fact, I just had this conversation not too long ago, and um, you know, we were talking to a guy. I was talking to a guy, and and um, he was kind of you know his marriage was kind of on the rocks, you know, and different things like that, and. And, and, you know, he's like, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm just, you know, I guess I'm just done. I was like, well, then why are we even talking? You know, you know, and, and, you know, but I was like, dude, like your mindset is already so negative. Right. You know, if you want to change, your mindset has got to change. You know, and that's so, that happens so often inside a man's life. We just get in these ruts, you know, you just get just, and sometimes it's not even sin. It's just life. You know, you're working, you know. You know, trying to take care of a family, especially when you got kids, you got sports, you got all these different things. You just go, 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 go. And um, we can sometimes put our our own e- emotional stability on the back burner, yeah. you know, especially spiritually. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. And, uh, and, and spiritually it, we pay for it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, we're excited to kind of hear from you. You know, what's, what's your thoughts on, on, on man's mindsets? You know, the, the one thing that, that is crucial and I don't, I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but even the word repentance, uh, we think it means, you know, you go up at a church service to an altar, you say you're sorry, you get up and you go, but, but repentance, it's, it's not that at all. It comes from a Greek word of metanoia. And it means that you have to change the way that you think, because if we don't change the way that you, you guys are men, you know how this works. And, and just like the, the guy you was talking to not long ago, he already had his mind made up. So therefore everything about who he was, was going in that certain direction because his mind was already set in that direction. But until we get to a place that we allow the spirit of God to change our minds, we're going to continue reverting back to all those things that we don't want to do the things it's like Paul says, I don't do the things that I want to do. And those things that I want to do, I, I just, I don't find myself doing, them. but it all, it all comes back to that, to that mindset. Um, and if we don't have our minds renewed and, and like you were saying, I think we do put it on the back burner because we try to be men. We try to be providers. We try to be fixers. We try to be, but if we don't take care of the first things first, all these things that we're trying to do, all these things that we need to be, that we want to be uh, leaders in our communities, leaders in our homes, if we don't take care of our mindset first and surrender it to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, there's no way we're going to be effective in any of these other areas. And, and I think one of the strategies of the enemy is to trick us and saying the more you work, the more you try to produce, the better you're going to be. Yep. Yes. And we've bought into that lie. And he was talking about our spirituality kind of on the back burner. And that's why we're in the mess as men that we are uh, in this hour. And I'm telling you, we've got to be in a place that we can be those spiritual leaders in the church and the home and the communities uh, in every arena that's that's on the forefront and the landscape of our nation right now. Because if we don't, we, we fail. If we fail, our, our nation fails. That's right. So, yes. And, uh, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, the the reason why America is in the shape that it's in it's because of the men of the church, mm-hmm. it, you know, and I'm not talking about the men of the church necessarily today, yeah. but I'm talking about, you know, over, over a century yeah. of downfall of, you know, of letting little things slide, yeah. without, you know, uh, uh, not, not pursuing holiness, you know, and in those types of things. And, and so uh, we get, we get so bought into whatever the narrative is. Yeah. Right. And, and we yeah. just allow that to mold our mindset, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, when it comes to like a worldview, which really they're basically one and the same, you know, you know, I tell men all the time, you have to readjust your worldview often, uh-huh. you, you know, yeah. a, a, you know, you, you know, cause you know, truth, truth, truth runs in a straight line, whether you want, want it to or not, yeah. truth runs in a straight line. And sometimes just again, just live, right. You just kind of veer off sometimes and then you got to be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, where's, where's my truth at. Yeah. Right. So you have to, you have to realign yourself with truth. And, you know, same thing with the mindset. you like, you have to adjust that often. Yeah. You know, is, am, am I in the right mindset? If I, am I, you know, am I in a, in a state where I can be, you know, used by God? Am I in a state where I can, um, where I'm, I'm concentrating, you know, on God opposed yeah. to just, just the world. Right? right. Right. You know, so yeah, it's, it's very, it's very important. And so, um, 
you, you know, when it comes to, you know, men's mindsets inside the church, um, I think this is something that, that people often forget about, right? You know, it's like, oh, well, they, they go to church. And so, you know, that's, they, this is, this is just who they are, right? right. You know, and this is just the way things are be. And, and oftentimes, as a matter of fact, it's funny that we're having this conversation. I just had, um, uh, I teach an apologetic Sunday school class yeah. and they're at the church and we were talking Sunday, you know, about, um, about the, you, you know, we give, we give atheists such a hard time about not, uh, about following blind, uh, you, you know, evidence, right? Like there's not really any evidence for, for anything that they believe and they yeah. just, blo- they just follow it blindly. And, uh, and, but I was like, you know, how many people in the church do the exact same thing? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like accidentally guess the right answer. Yeah. Right. You, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you, you know, we just, we just happen to stumble across the right answer. So, you know, right. we, we win, we're better than you are. Well, no, you're doing the exact same thing, yeah, you know, for sure. and it's, and it's a mindset, yeah. you know, it's a mindset that, you know, I'm just going to barely skim by, you know, and it's kind of, kind of the, just humanity. Right. And, um, and so, uh, our mindsets when it comes to that kind of thing is so crucial. Um, you, you know, what, what are your thoughts on, you, you know, setting a mindset of you, you know maybe some some principles, maybe some uh, you, you know some of the things that that maybe you do to keep your mindset in the right direction. Yeah. Well, first of all, is uh, a few crucial things that we have to do is make sure that we're engaged in the word. Um, and it, we live in a day and a time where people want to be victorious; they just don't go the right avenue to be victorious. Right. Uh, but the word, and I'll say it again: you have to have your mind renewed by the washing of the water of the word. And without the word, you're, you can try to put your mind in a, in a good spot, but if your mind's in a good spot, but it's not on that straight line of truth like you was talking about, mm-hmm. then it's not going to do what we need it to do. That's right. So so the word, but I also think especially for men, uh, well, not just men, but we're, we're talking about that tonight, but uh, is not engaging in the things of the world. It's it's almost we have this mindset that well, as long as I go to church on Sunday and I'll, I'll get my worship on, you know, I may even go crazy and radical and lift my hands during a slow song or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, but then you go to work Monday and it's a completely different person. It's it it's not necessarily that you are out doing vulgar things or things like that, but you're just engaging in those things of the world. And when you engage your life in the things of the world, you guys know how it is, how quick that can wrap around you. I know uh, I had a guy that worked for me uh, a couple years ago, and uh, man, I, I knew him. He's a great worker, great guy, uh, but he just, uh, and, and this is kind of one of my soapbox deals, because I, I don't want to be so legalistic that that it turns people off, right. but I also know the power of things of the world when it comes to music when it comes to things that you allow into your ear gate and your eye gate because it can take you on a journey we was going on vacation a couple years ago and it was somewhere down in mississippi mississippi alabama somewhere around in there but we was driving uh by this concert venue just a little place on the side of the road you know not a real big probably a couple hundred people at all but up on the billboard it had uh you know the people that were going to be there in the next month or whatever what day time you know all this stuff and uh, just me seeing that billboard, it took me to a place because I recognized one of the people that was going to be there. And then all of a sudden it took me to a place of a song that I used to listen to. And that took me to a place 
of what I used to do when I used to listen to them, those stuff. And, and again, I don't want to be legalistic, but I understand the drawing power of the things of the world and how quick it can push you in a direction. And I take it back to the guy that used to work with me. He would like to listen to uh, secular uh, songs. And, and again, I'm not condemning anyone, or for, but I know how quick that can take me to a place. Yes. And if I'm not careful, your mindset can be completely off the things that God intended for us. And you can just be delving into a, a thing, which I believe is a strategy of the enemy right. uh, to have your mind completely going in the opposite direction of what you do. And, you know, by the end of the day, you know, when you allow that thing to come into your world, it's almost you, f- you feel unclean. You feel dirty. You just feel like, gosh, I got to be washed. And uh, and I I don't think we take it serious enough. Right. Uh, of the strategy of the enemy. We're like, well, it's no big deal. They're not talking about this, but but it's not really the song. It's the place that the song can take you. It's not the movie. It's the place that the movie can take you. It's not the conversation. It's where that conversation can ultimately take you because and if we don't get serious about the strategies of the enemy, then then we're going to continue to go down this downward spiral. And, and, you know, you have you can have conversations with people. And what I have found out is when you begin to talk about their holiness lifestyle and there's such a a stand against it. Mm. And, and what I have found out, though, through years of counseling and talking to men and and and, you know, when me and my wife counsel women, it's ultimately this go back to where we started that their minds are already made up. They want to go in this direction. Yes. And the reason there's such a stance against trying to live holiness is because their minds are already made up. So not only do you have to get in the word, but you have to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And and if we don't, then the onslaught's on and we don't have a weapon or a leg to stand on. You know, it's right. because we're allowing it. As long as we allow the door to remain open, mm-hmm. then the enemy has every right to come in. Yes. And we don't do well as men protecting ourselves. We we want, I mean, how many times do you think, go ask your mom. Like how many times, just go ask your mom because I don't want to have to deal with the hard parts. I don't want to have to deal with the discipline. I don't want to have to deal with that. And it's, we, we don't take the, that importance in mind mm-hmm. because at, by the end of the day, we're tired. We don't want to have to deal with anything. By the end of the day, we just, we just want to move on with our lives and we don't put that importance together. If we're going to be strong, courageous men, then we have to, we have to delve into the whole Christian life, which is protecting ourselves. Yeah. And we, as Christians, we, we don't allow people to see the hard parts of our lives. We only want them to see the, the picture perfect <laughs> part of it. Yeah. And that's the, that's the problem is we, we lead them sometimes to believe that Christianity is just this, you know, rainbows and sunshines all the time. And it's not, yeah. we have to protect what we allow into our minds because what we allow into our minds is men then filters into our families yes. and down into our kids, down into our children. And there are generational curses that will continue yeah. if you allow those things to happen. Yeah. And that's the hard part. When you talk about mindset is it's daily work. Yeah. It's sometimes by the minute work because the devil is there to, to kill, destroy whatever he can. Yeah. The foundational truths that God has laid out in the Bible for us. And he's, he doesn't make it easy on us. And he's not going to make it easy on us. Right. Because at the end of the day, he wants to be the author. He doesn't want to be the reader. He doesn't want the story to be the narrative to be driven by God. He wants to drive the narrative. And sometimes we allow him to have that wheel when we don't protect our mindsets. Yeah. And that's the hard part. You know, and something when you was talking about what we do allow to come into us, it, it does impact our home life. 
there, I, I heard this years ago. You know, you hear those statements through. It, it might have been a great message. I don't know. But there was one statement out of it that just stuck with me. But he said, you know, we believe by the power uh, of the spirit, we can lay our hands on our kids and bless them. But do we understand that if we allow these stuffs to come into our lives, we can also lay our hands on our kids and curse them at the same time? Mm. Uh, it, it's not like we can do whatever we want to do. Right. And then go in and now we're godly. Yeah. You know, it, it's a 24-7 lifestyle. And if we don't, we're allowing so many things to yes. penetrate, not only us, but like you said, uh, our families and those generational curses that will, if we don't deal with them, we're 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 putting it on our children to say, well, you better deal with it, right? You know, and and that's not a man, in my opinion. No, it's not. So no, if if you want your your children to to be anything, you lead them there. Yeah, right. You know, just like you know, of course, you always go back to to Jesus, right? Jesus, you know, who what was Jesus? Jesus was a servant leader. You know, he he led by example. You know, he was, but in and of that, not only was he teaching us, you know, how to follow him. But he was also teaching us how to lead others, you know, and if you want, if you want to lead your kids into a life of success, you want to lead them into a, a life of, of spiritual um, uh, maturity, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, that that they're not, you, you know, just tossed around by every thought that goes around out there. You know, every every time they open a science book in school or every time they hear, you know, a history book in school, you know, and stuff like that and, and bombarded by all these different things, you have to lead yeah. in in that process so um scott this is this is great uh, i'm loving it the, like i said this is one of my favorite conversations we're gonna take a little break we'll come back we're gonna continue talking about mindsets we'll be right back after this this portion of real men talk is brought to you by the jeweler's bench they are a full service jewelry store offering many styles of gold silver diamonds and gemstones and all jewelry repair is done in-house so you can get your treasured pieces back as soon as possible. They are also a licensed citizen watch dealer. Make sure to visit them today at 1353 North Westwood or call 573-686-1522. Call or stop in and thank them for bringing you Real Men Talk. If you want to join in the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcome common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday Come be a part of the discussion. Hon, have you seen my toothbrush? Uh, yeah, I've been using it. You've been using my toothbrush? Yes, you've got a really good one. Wait a minute. You're telling me you've been brushing your teeth with my toothbrush? Oh, no. I've been using it to scrub the mold off the grout in the shower floor. What? Well, you don't expect me to use mine, do you? That would be gross. You are owned by God, set apart for His exclusive use. Are you? Another message from Lifeline Productions, the comic strip of radio at lifelinepro.com.
This portion of The Real Men Talk is brought to you by R.L. Persons Construction. For over 29 years, they have been a regional leader completing projects that include private, municipal, state, and federal agencies of all types. From mass grading, utilities, concrete of all types, to buildings both conventional and pre-engineered steel. You can expect excellence in all aspects of their finished work. Contact them today at 573-686-1323 and let them know you appreciate them bringing you Real Men Talk. If you have a question about this week's show, please drop us an email to realmenatpalaceofpraise.com. We would love to hear from you. And now back to the show with Anthony and Kyler. All right, guys, we're back here. We're still with Scott. We're talking about mindsets. And for this part, I want to talk about the power of the mindset. And one of the questions, we were talking about this the last segment. What are you willing to do in order to protect your mindset? And that was something that uh, we talked a little bit about our family. But one of the things, the scriptures that pulled out to me was Matthew 16, when Jesus rebukes Peter. And he says, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. I mean, Jesus right then and there was ready to call out his friends. He was ready to say, hey, you got to go. You got to, we got to change our scenery now because you're not where you're not taking me where I need to go. You're, you're holding me back. And as men, we, we stumble sometimes because we have to let go of the, we have to do hard things. Sometimes we have, that means people have to go. And so when we're talking about mindset, I'm trying to figure out where I want to go with this. There is a power in your willingness because in order to have a good mindset, we have to have humility and submissiveness. We have to have that willing to give it all to God. And as men, we don't want to do that. Um, and so when we're talking about this, or we're talking about patience and, and submissiveness and humility and the courage and everything that you have to have in the mindset. What, what is a tool? Okay. And I'm putting you on the spot here. So take some time if you need to, what is a tool that men can use, um, or whatever it may be to help them keep that mindset in control them their uh, the power over the mindset that was a very clear sorry <laughs> well no i i get you um and and to be honestly uh to be honest with you i i have to re- revert back to the tool that i have to use and it's the word uh and and i don't know if we can uh make that big enough because we're trying to get our how, how do I want to say it? We're we're getting our identity from the world. We're getting our identity from how a man is supposed to act. We're getting our identity how a man is supposed to lead from from aspects of the world. The only problem with that is is just about everything in the world is totally opposed to the word of God. Right. Uh, it's structured differently. It's it's produced differently. And uh, and if we're not careful, we buy into that. You was talking about, you know, we don't want to be humble because that's not what a man does. Uh, we don't want to put ourselves out there on the line because that's not what a man does. We don't want to humble ourselves at the feet of Jesus because that portrays a sign of weakness when we're not standing on the forefront, shaking our fists. You know, some of the greatest men of scripture, uh, what made them great? Just take David. I mean, David could probably take on any 20 men on the planet right now and not break a sweat. Uh, but yet he was willing to humble himself and he was a worshiper first yes. and he let his life with Jesus identify him. 
and look where it got him. It's not that he never made mistakes, you know, and also I think that's a big problem that we have. Not only do we get our identity from the world, but we also, when we do fail and we do make our mistakes, we don't get the reconciliation from the word of God because then all of a sudden we get this mindset, well, I'm never going to be good enough for, I'm, I'm never going to live up to what I think I need to do. But David, my goodness, if, if you look at his life, he blew it way bigger than I've ever blown it, you know, yeah. uh, and the levels that, that he failed, but yet the Bible declares over him, he was a man after God's own heart. So I, I have to take it back. The key tool is not getting your identity from anything else other than the word of God. Isn't, isn't that the one thing that, that the didn't, that the devil fights the most when yeah. when Jesus was baptized, and you know we know the scripture it says that the heavens opened and the Spirit descended as a dove and the voice came from heaven and said, "You are my beloved Son, whom I'm well pleased." And it says the Spirit led him out into the wilderness. And what's the very first thing that the enemy says to him? If you are the Son of God, the only problem is that's not what God said. He didn't just say you are my Son. He said you are my beloved Son. And, and Jesus had to have his identity from the heart of the Father. Right. And when you find your identity anywhere else other than the heart of the Father, then it's not a true identity, yeah. and you're destined to fail. That's right. That's right. That's good. You know, and another thing that, uh, you know, just to add to that, because that was, you, we could just about end the podcast right then and there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, is, uh, you know, discipline. You know, I, I think that, you know, us as men, we get so laxed, right? You know, Second uh, Corinthians ten four and five says, "Since since the weapon of our warfare are not of the flesh, but are powerful through God for the the demolition of strongholds, we are we demolish arguments and every proud thing that raised that is raised up against the knowledge of God, and we are we take every thought captive to obey Christ." And you know, it's one of my favorite verses because. When you look at when you th- when you really think about that, bring every thought mm-hmm. captive. How exhausting is that, right? I mean, how many how many thoughts do you have during the day that you're like, okay, that doesn't belong there, right? Mm-hmm. That I I can't I can't dwell on that. But so time so often because we lack in discipline, right? We lack in discipline in our thoughts also. And the moment we go, hmm, mm-hmm. like the, like you're 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 caught. Right. Satan's like, ah, now you, you done screwed up. You know, you, you're, you're already a mess. You know, God, you're obviously not saved. You know, and all you did was go, hmm. You know, instead of going, no, no, God, I, I, I rebuke that. Right. And so, you, you know, of course, we know that everything that you will ever do all begins with a thought. Right. Yeah. You, you know, it, it, yeah. Every, everything you do, is, it, it, uh, and that includes altering our mindset. Right. Because if you're here, you are, you're, you're disciplining in your word, which is the most important thing you could do because it is the literally the foundation of truth. Right. You know, it's the embodiment of Jesus Christ. I mean, it is there is no truth outside of it. Right. So so when we when we begin to 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 do that, all, all we have to do is allow just something that's not of God to entertain that thought for a minute just and it doesn't even necessarily have to be bad right you you know people people talk about you know uh, living a a lavish lifestyle but you know things like fishing football Mm -hmm. you know golf you know all these different things can just as much alter a a mindset as any any sin can 
right? Because you you begin to dwell on that. Every thought is is just wrapped around, you know, oh, who's going to be on my fantasy team? You know, and you know, who's, right. you know, is is my team going to win? And and am I going to rub it in this guy's face? And you know, and all these different things. And and Green Bay won this week, by the way. And um, and so. <laughs> No, I just messed it. But uh, I don't know if that really did. But, um, but you know, but it's it's true, you know. And so, I'll not being disciplined in our thoughts, not being disciplined in our everyday action, allows us not to be disciplined in our thoughts, right? Because it's easy to be laxed on our thoughts, yeah. you know, because you don't you, like nobody else sees it. Yeah. Right. Nobody, nobody else hears those thoughts. Nobody else understands those thoughts, those thoughts, you know, no, you know, so, so it, it's easier to, to be undisciplined in that and not, not just take every thought and be like, okay, this doesn't, this doesn't belong. God, this is not, this doesn't line up with, you, with your word. Right. You know, not, not that any of those other things are bad, you know, right. football, golf, you know, any of this stuff, none of this stuff's bad, yeah. but when you begin to allow it to consume you, you know, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we as men, we, we, we do a really good job of putting that front on, yes. you know, and, and hiding that stuff and saying, you know, well, nobody else knows, you know, but it does, it will consume you and it, and it, and it leads you down that path that a lot of times, if you're not careful, you'll get a lot farther down that path that you want to go. And then it's a lot harder to, to get things back in order because, you know, one of the things that, uh, Paul is telling the Corinthians, is saying, you know, our hearts are wide open. You know, that we, we haven't cut you off at all. Our hearts are wide open, but it's your own affections and your own desires that make you go in that in that way. And, and you brought it up that we bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Good thoughts, bad thoughts. Yes. Um, because if we don't, they will become the desires of our heart. And when we put anything on the pinnacle of our heart other than Jesus, let's just call it what it is. The Bible says it's idolatry. That's right. Now, now we also live in a time, though, that people don't want to hear about that. Right. You know, don't tell me I've got an idol. Well, okay, but the fact is, we do. And and it's so easy when, when we're not disciplined to bring in every thought into obedience of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Our thoughts doesn't change truth. Right. Absolutely. You know, and, um, it, you know, I, you know, along with teaching this apologetic Sunday school class, you know, the, you, the foundation of everything that, that we should uphold as Christians as truth comes from the word of God. Yeah. Right. You know, in the yeah. beginning was the word, the word of yes. God, you know, the, Jesus really is. I mean, it, it is, it is as if the Bible is our tangible Jesus. Yeah. You know, people always want to, you know, I don't know, this is kind of a side note, but people are always like, you know, man, I wish I could, I could hear from God, you know, and I'm like, well, when's the last time you opened up your word? Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to hear from God? Yeah. You know, they, there he is. There it is. You, you know, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so it's just, it's just so easy for us to, uh, to, to lax in that, you know, and because, we don't understand sometimes it's because simply we just don't understand the importance of truth yeah. right you know we we like truth right but we do it, you know and and i think that uh a lot of the people inside the church like truth right or that at least they 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 like let me let me put it this way they like jesus yeah right they like the jesus as a savior but they don't really like his character yeah right you know that um you know the the having to 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 live holy when when the entire world every all you know culture everything else is just bombarding you with just bullcrap 
you, you know, I don't even know how, how else to say it. It's yeah. just, it's just trash all the time. Yeah. You know, um, you can't, you, the other day I was turning on, um, I don't know. Somebody was over here. I can't remember what we were doing. Turn on a football game. The first two commercials had half naked women in it. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, it's everywhere. Uh, holy everywhere. smokes. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, yeah. and so in, we have, we have got to be, you know, disciplined. We have to be in a word. We have to be, you know, because our mindset is not only crucial for our spirituality, mm-hmm. but like you were talking about earlier, Scott, it is also crucial well i guess kyler was talking about this too it is also crucial for the people around us right you know yeah. they are dependent on yeah. us as yeah. leaders yeah you know to hold to to be the disciplined one to be the spiritual one you know if you you know not only we like you know um you know like being strong and protecting you know and all these yeah. different things but we're also called to be the spiritual leader yes of our home and the hard part is the further we go away from a Christian mindset, the harder it is to come back. Yes, sir. And that's what a blog article that I was reading said. It's from Kingdom Life Support. It's lists five different things that happen when we get away from a, a kingdom mindset. Uh, well, one of those is that we have a blind mind. And what that means is Satan is allowed to, we don't see what Satan is doing. We just see it as kind of what the world, and it uses 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4. Um, and it says among them, God of this world, Satan has blinded the minds of the unbelieving to prevent them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And that's sad. I mean, because we can't even see the enemy yeah. at this point in time. It's almost like you go to war and you have no idea where the enemy's striking. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're trying to fight a battle that you can't win because you've allowed your mind to go so far south. That is ridiculous. And one of the other ones said that you, you have a hardened mind. And they use 2 Corinthians 3.14. They said, but the people's minds were hardened as to the day wherever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And the veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. And that's hard because we that, that veil has been put on society. Yeah. I mean, that's everything that you see in the news, everything that you read, everything that you listen to, that veil is there and you can see it. And the hard part is we as Christians, we know, but they have no idea that there's a veil covering their eyes. They have no idea that yeah. the, that the men of this time have that veil over them where they, they think they're doing the best they can. They think they're doing what's right. But the problem is, it says right there, they cannot understand the truth. Yeah, And that's the hard part because we as men, we need to seek truth daily. We need to be able to go forward and try to live out the best truth that we can. That truth is from God. And if we, we get so far from the mindset that we have this hardened mind, and we have this blinded mind that there's no way. And there's three other ones on here. They say you end up with a carnal mind, a corrupt mind, um, and double-mindedness. You 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 want to go over here, but then you come back over here. And we kind of see that all the time. But those were the two that stuck out to me the most was you're, you're just blinded at this point in time. You have no idea how to win a war when you are blinded. Right. And it's it's, it's horrible. But it, it put a new light on it for me. Because, I, I mean, we think our mindset, we, we know that we need to think as godly as we can but we don't always think of the repercussions of, or the consequences of what's going to happen if we don't protect and preserve that mindset. Right. You know, I, uh, as you was talking about that, I was reminded of a scripture in Ezekiel when, uh, Ezekiel 33, it's talking about the watchman on the wall and, uh, you know, the watchman is positioned. So that way, if there's an attack coming, he can, he can sound the alarm, you know, when the Bible talks about if he warns the people, then of course the blood's not on his hands. And, but if he keeps silent and all these things, but the, the thing is you're talking about, we don't even see the fight. And the reason we don't see the fight 
is because we're not in an elevated position. The key thing of a watchman is not his position. It's, it's where he's located. And that's in a higher place than what other people are located at. He's in a higher position to where he can see those things that are coming. But, and, and it all brings back to this life with God. Yeah. We, we feel like we can't be that spiritual person because we don't want to be radical. We don't want to stand out because that's not what a man is. Yes. Uh, but when we become true kingdom men and we stay in that elevated position, then we can see those attacks. Yeah. And not only do we put ourselves in a position to see those things come, and it gives us the place of authority yep. to begin to govern the land that God has established us in to let yes. people know, look, this is serious business. And if you're not ready, you will be devoured. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be it, it, uh, a few years ago. I was listening to this guy and he was talking about he was watching. Do you, you guys remember 9-11? Mm-hmm. Of course, it's hotly. It's been, you know, yeah. I was a senior in high school when that happened. So. Yeah, the kids I teach now have, they teach it in history now. That's crazy because so, so we're part of history. I was like, I'm there that day. I know what. Yeah, so yeah, I remember. But he was talking about, he was watching the, uh, and this strikes me, this strikes me very hard. But he said he was watching that as it was unfolding. And he said after the second plane hit, he said he took, turned the TV off and he threw the remote at the TV and he screamed at God and he said, God, where were the prophets? And he said, the Lord just said, well, where were you? Mm. You know, we, we like to put this on everybody else, but God has called us to come up here yes. and come up now. And that what the revelation tells us, you know, mm. in the old covenant, he would come down and empower us. But in the new covenant, he invites us to go higher. Yes. And until we live in that elevated position with God, seated yes. with Christ in heavenly places, we we can't fight the enemy because right. we're veiled. Yes, right. Completely veiled. Yeah. And, and you know, and that's that's the thing that we we have got to understand as men. We have got to understand we are the driving force. We are the defending force. We are we're, we're yes. the, the last line of defense for our yeah. families, right. for the people around us. You know, if if we cannot maintain a biblical worldview, uh, a, a godly mindset, mm-hmm. you cannot expect the people around you to be the same, to, to do the same thing. You know, yes. uh, I was reading a study one time and, I, and I've mentioned it on here before, but Barnard group did a, a study on a worldview and 17% of the people who sit inside of a church have got a biblical worldview, you know, and that's that, that, man, that just, it, it, that hit 17%. me hard. 17%, you know, uh, has an, uh, the, the, what they call, classify as an authentic biblical worldview. And, uh, and so, you know, why is that? Well, it's it's the lack of uh, of upholding a you, you know being in a word and understanding yes. what it is and having the men pick up the word and know yeah. okay this is this is not right yeah. you know little th- you know and the enemy is and I hate to I hate to even give him credit but he's good at what he does yeah. you you know and uh, it, he doesn't he doesn't come out here with just you know the these these heavy blows all the time right it's subtle things, just little things that they go on. You know, it's just like, you know, look at, look at just TV progression over the last, you know, 30 oh, years, yeah, you, you know, sure. just little subtle things that, that have just come in and then they become normalized and then, then they just implement more and yeah. they just implement more, you know, and, uh, and the whole time we're just like, okay, you know, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's just a little thing. Right. And, and, and we adapt that. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, okay, well, now it's normalized. So, you yeah. know, I mean, what are we going to do anyways, right? Yeah. You know, 
So I guess, we're, we're, you know, we can't do anything to change it. You might as well just be, you know, yeah, kids, you're not supposed to do that, you know, but whatever, you know, yeah. you guys can go ahead and watch it, you know, and then it just continues yes. and continues, yeah. you know, and, uh, and that's, that's the way it is. We, we are not as men, we are not being that, that defense that we are all to be. We're not sitting on that watchtower, right? you know, and I'm so glad you brought that up because, you, you know, that's, that is a crucial part of our mindset is not for us, yeah. right? It's not just for us. Right. If you were a man, and I've said this a billion times, if you are a man, you are birthed with influence, right? Yeah. There's nothing you could do about it. God, it, it is part of your DNA. Yeah. If you have influence, you have leadership, yeah. right? And that leadership cannot be taken lightly. Amen. You know? Amen, completely. And so, Scott, just uh, if you had anybody out there that was, that was struggling with the mindset that that was, you, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, knows maybe maybe they even know that their mindset's kind of off. They just really don't know what to do, or or maybe they don't even realize, right? Maybe maybe they are, uh, maybe they they've got that veil on, like Kyler was talking about earlier. You, you know, what kind of what kind of word you have for them? Well, first of all, I want you to hear these words: is that. You're not alone. Just because we're doing this podcast and we're talking about being spiritual, man, it's not that we don't struggle. Amen. We talk about these things because we know what it's like to struggle, yes. but we also know the answer at the end of the day. doesn't mean we're always going to do what we know we should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apostle Paul struggled with that at times, but uh, I want you to know you're not alone. Uh, and I want to encourage you to maybe some of the avenues you've taken in the past maybe you thought they would work and you would come out at the other end feeling more defeated feeling more whooped up by the enemy than you did before maybe change your route and maybe instead of just trying harder because trying harder doesn't work let's right. be honest yes. trying harder has never worked yeah. um I, I would encourage you to begin to dive into this life with the lord and just i mean lay it all at his feet if if you if you struggle if you mess up the bible says that a righteous man falls seven times but he continuously gets back up so don't let your failure defeat you but keep on getting back up and uh get real serious about your life with the lord maybe if it's something as as small as when you get up in the morning maybe just start reading the word you know maybe start shifting some of the things that you're allowing to come into your mind through your ear gate your eye gate you know, begin to transition those things, maybe get some word in there, some worship music or or something that's wholesome and good and begin to shift the way that you attack this thing uh, and, and do it by the way. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by the spirit. Amen. And that declares the Lord. Uh, and, and I want you to know that there's a host of people that is with you, that uh, they are surrounding you. We will intercede for you, even though we don't have to know who you are. But we can come together and pray as uh, as men, pray for our nation, the men of our nation. We understand that we are in a, in a massive epidemic when it comes to the heart of the man in our nation and in the world for that matter. But uh, I, I just want to encourage you to, to go after God and let him begin to to change those things, because it would be great if I could just say, hey, here's the magic word and this changes your mindset. But no, the what what changes your mindset is the deeper you go with God. Um, and, and I'm not trying to take a long time, but there, there's a man that uh, that I love to glean from. He he was a educator in the late 1800s, early 1900s by the name of Frank Lovick. And he just made it up in his mind. He's going to seek the Lord. And he wanted to do it every second of every day. 
And how hard would that be to right. keep your mind focused on God? But he made this place in God and his relationship with the Lord that he began to say things like in his journal that I have found a place in God today that has made everything outside of his presence absolutely disgusting to me. It doesn't happen overnight, but if you pursue after God, he will grab a hold of you. He will draw you into himself and he will begin to do the work in you that you can't do on your own. So that's yes. my word for the men. That's that's a good one. <laughs> that's, yes. You, you know, Daenerys, uh, we had Daenerys on a couple of um, uh, podcasts ago and, and he had said something, you know, as he began to change, he was inside the church. He said, the more he hung around with people like Zach and, and Charlie and all them, he said, naturally just surrounding himself with those people drew him away yeah, yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. the other people. You know what I mean? And that's it, it was intentional. Yes, yeah, it was yeah. intentional. You know, so if, you, if you're going to change your mindset, you have to, to begin to adapt yeah. a new mindset and it, it will naturally yeah. pull you away from the old one. Yes, sir. You know. Scott, this has been fantastic. Oh uh, man, Kyler and I, Kyler and I are so excited to have you on here. Yes, and uh, it was so good. Uh, listeners, please, you know, take to heart um, what Scott has had to to say today, and know that we love you and we were for you, and God is for you. He wants to see you succeed. Um, you know, you can always, uh, if you've got any questions, you can email us realmen at palaceofpraise dot com. You'll find us on our website www.realmen. Uh, ministries.us um you can find us on facebook twitter instagram all the all the social media um things and and um know that uh, again that god is for you he loves you you know change your mindset get in the word uh you know dive deep you know and and to just as a uh, just a note you know sometimes people get overwhelmed because they want to they want to read like a chapter a day they want to do you know it doesn't have to be that you know i'm a verse a day i, I read a couple of verses and i just well i just chew on them all day long you know but i'm in it every day yeah. you know and every day and i just you know it may take me a, a month to go through a chapter or, or or a book and and so it but i just digest it, you know because i don't i don't process that way so don't feel bad if you're like man i can't you know i can't fit in you know a whole chapter don't don't sweat it man get in the word whatever you can do god will feed you through that yeah. you know start start small dig into it you know study and and um truth changes everything right yeah. you know and uh, including our mindset and so uh, as always i want to end in a prayer holy spirit teach us to be leaders of our homes of our communities and of our churches and teach us to be godly courageous men in jesus name amen You've been listening to Real Men Talk, brought to you by Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. If you would like to get in touch with us, shoot us an email, realmen at palaceofpraise.com or visit our website at palaceofpraise.com. If you're a man age 16 and up and would like to be a part of the conversation, join us at the Palace of Praise every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. If you don't have a home church, consider joining us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Palace of Praise is located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. New episodes of Real Men Talk drop every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Amazon, and more. Real Men Talk is a production of Palace Media Service. Real Men Talk has been brought to you this week by RLP Construction in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. 
for commercial contracting of all types. See RLP Construction today and buy the Jewelers Bench in Poplar Bluff. They are your one-stop shop for all your fine jewelry needs. They also do in-house repair and are your citizen watch dealer. Make sure to thank our sponsors for bringing you Real Men Talk. If you want to join in the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcome common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise, located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. Come be a part of the discussion.